This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What's up, party people? It's Caitlin here with Meraki Media Management, and welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. Today, we're going to be going over pricing, which is something I'm really passionate about. Honestly, with my business being two years in, our pricing has changed fluctuated. We've had certain experiences with clients, and I think that our experience with pricing because we've made a course out of nothing and because we've kind of honestly paved the way for a new identity association with Instagram and especially based around your business with not putting all of your eggs in one basket and basically leaning on the platform to give you clientele back we help you find that clientele and engage with the correct people so that you're not just depending on the algorithm. So with creating this new basic idea of engaging on Instagram two years ago, it was very hard for me to price my product. And it was also very hard for me to explain what I did. And to be honest, that has just shifted recently with the pandemic over 2020 and a lot of businesses pivoting onto the online space. They have now opened up their minds to more of an online networking opportunity and different ways of selling. So until the pandemic hit, to be honest, we had a lot of clients that were intrigued by our offer, but maybe not totally understood our offer entirely, which of course affects your pricing. So if you can't explain your product and explain what your product can do to your client, it's very challenging to explain your pricing and explain why it costs X amount of time or X amount of money to do that for your client. So that is what we're gonna go over today. And with a lot of different stories I have for you guys um, about negative things that have happened to me based around pricing, positive things that have happened to me based around pricing, and where we're currently at now, two years in, I think these stories will 
allow you to give yourself some grace and some ease in this entrepreneurial journey. It's very challenging to slow down and reconnect with what is in alignment for you and for your business, especially in the social media space. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other business owners, comparing ourselves to, you know, maybe even somewhere we were a year ago, right? When you're thinking about the pandemic, I mean, Meraki took a huge hit. We had clients canceling our contracts. We are very fortunate to have one client stick with us through one of the biggest, lowest points, I would say, in the economy at that time. And at least because it was just such a shock to the system, right? So. I was so thankful for that at that time and the price point really made a difference at that time. And that's why I want you all to really get back to the goals and establishing what it's going to cost you to run your business, what you wanna be paid. My business coach was very, very focused on the goal setting of revenue, but also how to set up revenue in a way that's going to pay you what you want because it's very challenging as an entrepreneur when you go out there, when you have the clients and you're not making the money that you expected to make. And it can really blow your ego and sometimes even put your business on a pause just because that energetic level is like not there and you're not getting paid what you want so you can't give what you want back. And it ends up being just a huge mess. So I wanna share this with you all right off the bat. And pricing of course can be a very, challenging topic to discuss on podcasts because you all probably do very different things. So when I'm speaking generally about pricing and if anything comes up, questions, comments, concerns, please reach out to me in the DMs. I'm here to help you guys. Please use me as a resource. Um, We can discuss your pricing. We can discuss some of your goals through the DMs and even discuss a one-on-one if you think that you need something more in depth with me. But I'm very happy to help you navigate some of these challenging avenues of pricing early on because it will set you up in the future and you'll be happy that you did it. So let's dive in. I want to share a little story. I've shared this story several times before that when I first launched my course, I was at a really high ticket offer and I wasn't able to explain to my clientele why that offer was priced at a certain price point. And to be honest, it was a course. So it should have been priced at a lower price point because it was a video course that I did not have to be present for. So I could reuse it again and again and again. And that was very beneficial for my business, right? And that allowed me to drop the price point down. So this right off the bat going into, you know, selling, I'm maybe a few months into my business. I have this online course. I've created the entire course. I have the content. I'm really stoked about it and I launch it and I have so many leads waiting in the wings. Once I launch it with the price, crickets, right? No one's ready to sign up. The feedback that I'm getting is that's just a little bit out of my price range, not, you know, something that I'm looking to spend a lot of money on right now. And at that time where the world was, it made a lot of sense. So I went back to the drawing board and I asked myself, how can I make this affordable, right, for my client? And how can I repurpose this content? Because that's what I was planning on doing anyway. 
is there a way that I can make this totally, you know, DIY so that it doesn't cost me any money every time I'm reproducing it? I'm just basically posting the video for my clientele. I even went as far as to look up different types of membership programs. So when you are structuring your business, you really want to know how much it costs you bare minimum to run everything. So when you think about your numbers, you know, how much does it cost you to host your website? Are you paying any team members currently? Do you have marketing that you pay for? Do you pay for a business coach? Do you operate a podcast and have that as an expense, right? What are all of your business expenses? You need to know all of them. And you want to, I like to do it in this way. It's easier for my brain to think about it in a monthly sense because our house bills are on a monthly sense. So monthly just works for me because that's like really where how all of my money is structured. So when I look at my monthly, you know, overall expenses, what do I need to make monthly to make sure that I can cover my bills, right? And when you just look at this for your business, it's very um, easy when you're early on because you don't have a lot of expenses, right? And if you do, I want to encourage you to go back through those expenses and think about expenses that maybe you can eliminate or really don't need. A lot of the times when we first get started, things seem very shiny, exciting, you know, courses, business coaches, sign up for this membership group, you know, yada, yada, yada. Even if it's $10 a month, you need to include that into your expenses and ask yourself, is this moving the needle in my business? You know, is this paying me back? Is this knowledge that I'm gaining from this course, this person benefiting me monthly? And is it worth the money that I'm spending? That's something you really want to navigate early on because your expenses can be out the wazoo and then we end up just putting ourselves in a hole, which is never what we want to do when it comes to business. So you know your expenses and you know what you need to make monthly. Now, if you're not a service-based business, right, and maybe you sell products of some sort, what do you need to sell at that end of the month to make sure that you can pay yourself, right? Pay all of your bills, pay your business off, and then maybe pay yourself whatever you're hoping to be paid. And when you're thinking about this, think of it as a manifestation practice. Don't put a lot of stress into these numbers. Money can make us all very tense. I know for myself, I'm still doing a lot of money mindset work and money is just kind of a tense topic. So when you go into it, not putting any pressure or any judgment on yourself and just really looking at it strategically, that will kind of give you more of that perspective, that bird's eye view. That's what helps me approach my business more so as a business owner and remove some of that emotion behind it because it can be really hard when you look at an expense that you're paying maybe to a friend of yours or a course that you bought you know a few months ago and maybe you didn't benefit from it but if it's in your monthly expense reoccurring expenses you really want to maybe have a conversation with that person explain to them at this time you know this isn't really what you're looking for and you need to allocate those funds to somewhere else in your business if they are you know a like-minded individual i'm sure they will very much so understand because there's different seasons to business and there's different places that you need to funnel that money towards for example a 
few years back, we were funneling a lot of money towards our website because that was something that I knew I needed to have established so that when brands approached me online, they knew that I had the credibility and that we came across professionally. But that was also something that I didn't put a lot of money towards in the first year of business, right? That was actually at the end of my first whole year in business. And that's when I had the funds to funnel the money there because we had made X amount of money over that year and I had saved it. So when you think about your business, this is the way I want you to structure your pricing as well. Because if you don't know what those expenses are and you don't know what you want to be paid, it's really hard to know what you should be charging for what you're offering. It's also really hard to know how many clients you need. If you are a service-based business or even if you're selling a product, right? How many people do you actually need to sell to and how many touch points you need to make that month in order to convert and sell. So, and that can get really in depth, right? So when you're thinking about this pricing, you have all of your numbers written down, you have your hard numbers, you ballpark, you know, something that's reasonable for you to pay yourself. Don't, you know, shoot yourself in the foot here. Because when we set goals that are so far out of our reach, for example, like, you know, you're a year in and you expect to make maybe a 15k month right and that would be fantastic if you did make it set that goal for yourself down the line but if you don't make it next month don't beat yourself up over it let me tell you that is a very significant difficult goal to reach that is something that I'm striving for and when we do reach that it's not going to feel like oh I've worked so hard to get there I need to now just work towards 20k months it's gonna feel like wow this 15k is very significant how can I funnel this towards something in my life that maybe I've been saving up for or something in my business that I know that we need to funnel it back towards. So when you think about money strategically like this, it seems less emotional and less scary. It also allows you to be prepared. I'm sure as you guys can tell, I am very uh, type A, somewhat controlling type of person. So the more information I have at hand, the more safe and secure I feel. And I have found with my money mindset over even just these past couple months, incorporating practices like this allows me to have more of an ease throughout my day. It also allows me to sell in a much more approachable fashion. So when you set this pricing, right, you figure out how many clients you realistically can have a month and you start to divide down, you know, okay, I want to have maybe 10 clients at a 5k month that's my business expenses included and me paying myself so if you want to have $500 you would have to get each of your clients to pay you monthly so are you going to create a package that's $500 are you going to create a course a mini course right maybe a one-on-one -on -one package and a monthly reoccurring fee for these clients if they wanna stay on with you. But you guys get the gist of it. You have to know what those figures are and you have to know what those numbers are that you need to start charging in order to reach your goals. Let's say you go out there like yourselves, right? Um, when I first tried this, I set my goals really high. So that's why my pricing was really high. And honestly, it was out of my range of credibility at that time. Because even though I had, you know, done great work for this local nonprofit here and grown their Instagram following from 18,000 followers to 500,000 followers in under a month, 
raising significant funds for them. That was great, right? But I've never trained anyone on how to do this really. I've never recreated the wheel. So a lot of that credibility, even though I knew my product and what I was selling would work for them because I've tested it and I had tested it out with other clients before selling the course, I knew it would work. But how does my client know that? You know, it's only a year in. This is a very touchy space, right? When you think about two years ago, Instagram was still a little bit sketchy. There were like moments where you're like, I have no clue who this person is on the other end of the screen. And this is uncomfortable. Now that Instagram's taking a lot of different actions to protect their users, the platform's starting to feel a lot more safe, which is amazing, right? That's what we want. We all want to feel safe when we're coming on and utilizing these these platforms. So really what they've done has shifted that. But at the time, people were like, hello, I'm not willing to spend, you know, I think at the time it was like a thousand dollars on a course, you know, that's maybe going to grow my Instagram following that no one's doing it for me. I'm just being told how to do it. So you can tell like the pricing was not there, right? It just didn't make sense for what they were getting and you really don't know that honestly until you start testing the market so I asked a few people maybe four or five people and every single person was like no 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 no, that's just way too out of my price range I knew right away back to the drawing board again how can I recreate this to charge them a reasonable price but also not take away my time because my time in the algorithm of charging right was what was bumping up that price point so much because I was actually planning on recreating the course every time so then I went back to the drawing board okay well how can I reuse these first recordings right because it's all the same information how can I reuse them remarket them through these different platforms that are going to be free so when I was mentioning um, the online platforms that we were looking at and pricing out they were just expensive and they were going to be a monthly reoccurring fee that I honestly wasn't willing to pay at the time because I had no clue if I would even get people to sign up for the course, right? Like, let's be honest, like this is entrepreneurship. There's nothing's guaranteed in life, right? It's life. I didn't want to pay for that. And I asked myself, okay, well, how can I make this a closed thing? You know, where not a ton of people will have access to it and I'll have them sign a contract. So I'll know that if they take my property and don't use it, you know, that could be a legal problem or if they take my property and resell it, right? That could be a legal problem. That's why you always wanna have contracts in your business. And then I actually just put them in a closed Facebook group because that's what worked for me at the time and that's what didn't charge me anything. So, and I've seen so many other business, like I'm in a few um, closed Facebook groups that I pay a monthly membership fee to be a part of as well. So, and actually the model worked out great. And it didn't charge me a dime, right? That would have been $25 or maybe even $50. I think some of the platforms were a month out of my business expenses, which I could have been going towards, you know, my website updates or SEO, something else, right? That I'm trying to focus on. It's really just comes down to is your money going into the right area, right? And do you know what money you need to have coming in? Because another one of the um, business coaches and entrepreneurs that I worked with, I actually interned with her when I first um, was in college and first kind of dipping my toes into the job industry, right? 
I worked with her and she was always very passionate about pricing and knowing how many people you need to touch to get those conversions back. This is not a strategy that I mainly focus on. Like I'm not really focused on reaching like 100 people, right, every week. But you guys see in what we sell to my clients, we do sell outreach because we know that outreach is what fills your books. If you're not out there talking to people, it's very difficult to grow a business. It's almost impossible, right? Who's gonna talk about your business for you? No one. And that's a lie. That is such a lie. I should totally take that back because word of mouth is the best, best form of marketing. My mom is actually one of the biggest sellers of my business. Um, she got me my very first client. Sean is always talking about me and my business, so that's not true. But when you first start getting started, right, nobody really understands what you do better than you. So if you're not willing to talk about it, it's really hard for anyone else to explain what you do. Like even now, two years in, finally a lot of the you know, colleagues and friends that I've had over the years are starting to get what I do as a job now. And a lot of them have reached out, you know, asked me for advice or, you know, seen what our pricing is like, which has been so fun. But it took two years of sharing my message over and over and over again tirelessly for that to work and start to convert. So yes, your pricing and your figure figures are very important, but until you're out there testing the market and doing the market research, it's going to be really hard for you to set those figures. So of course you can go out and look at some competitors. I wanna mention this as well. You can look at competitor pricing. The reason why I don't want you to put all of your eggs into competitor pricing market research is because their clients could be very different from your clients. And your pricing also helps you attract your ideal client. So you need to know what does your client need to make, you know, monthly to pay your monthly fee. You need to know all of that. And if you don't know that, definitely go back to the drawing board of reestablishing your ideal client. If you guys want an episode on ideal clients only, we can definitely do that. I definitely have covered it a little bit, but I could even walk you all through just our ideal client worksheet that I have actually for this course that I'm mentioning. So I can definitely do that as well if you guys need a little refresher around that. But really what the pricing comes back to is figuring out what is in alignment for your goals, figuring out what is in alignment for that ideal client, and then how can you start to convert that for yourself based around your business expenses and make sure at the very least, right, you're paying yourself something. If you're not able to pay yourself anything, it's normal, right? Go easy on yourself. I don't think I was able to pay myself, honestly, guys. Maybe it was like a couple hundred dollars here and there. My first year in business, it was really tight. A lot of our expenses were tight. I lived with my mom at the time. That's what made it doable. She paid for most of my meals. And Sean was also supporting me. Like every time we would go out to dinner, he was paying and covering the bill. So it was a lot, right? But as you grow and expand and you're talking and sharing your information and getting clear on your marketing and doing those touch points right and warming that audience your business will take off over time because just as I was mentioning with this first entrepreneur that I worked with she was so gung-ho about touching you know 
X amount of people a week through each platform to make sure that she was getting enough sales down through her funnel. Because really what it comes down to is like, if you don't touch X amount of people weekly, how do you know that your business is going to grow? So that's why we do our 20 minutes a day of outreach of just handshaking, right? It's not really, that's why I say like almost touching or outreach. It's not a sales funnel. It's not pushing them down the funnel unless they respond and engage back with us that's different then they're interested in the offer so then you can place them in the funnel but until then it's really just an audience growth and it's allowing you to get more eyeballs on your information which obviously is going to push them further down the funnel anyways and if they're you know leaning into it then they're probably your ideal client or somewhat of a potential client right for you and that's eventually in the first year of business what we need, right? Because it's really hard to figure out unless you're working with clients who your ideal client is. So when you hear all of these business coaches saying, you know, get clear on your ideal client, get clear on this, get clear on that. I totally agree with all of the information that they're giving you, but there is a little bit of experimentation that has to happen as well throughout this, you know, journey to see and test out if that's the right thing for you instead of going all in on one type of client without being totally sure test your market first. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of keeping the end in mind. And I hope that you saw, you know, where this really kind of rounds out here, right? You cannot funnel and fuel your, you know, favorite or potentially greatest lifestyle without understanding the figures and the money that's going to get you there. And maybe money isn't even a goal, right? Then pricing, this pricing episode probably isn't for you, but get clear on what you want out of life first and then start to build that map, that plan around it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius and I'm the producer of Chris to Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality.